candle smells good, by the way. It does. That candle's done us well. Uplift from Kmart. Oh, don't say that. Uplift from Kmart. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I wouldn't mind a Kmart sponsorship. Hey, this podcast hasn't made a dollar. So, yeah, we got Kmart candles, okay? It is what it is. When you start seeing new shit appear. <laughs> yeah, well, and when you see things disappear like the Barbie dolls, uh, we return them to Big W because I needed my money back on those things. Those dolls were like seventy dollars or something. It was ridiculous. Yeah, well, to parenthood. So. And by the way, we're never doing a Barbie thing ever again. <laughs> I got so much flack for that, and understandably, I expected it, but it hit me hard. <laughs> you were sitting here with a Barbie, a Ken doll in front I of was, you. I was, but I look. I, I, you said to me, you said to me, hey, how, <laughs> if we do a Barbie movie review, it'll kind of go bananas because Barbie's uh, hot right now. And then I opened with that. I was like, Barbie is hot right now, and uh, it was just look at didn't go well for me um i had a lot of questions uh, anyone that was thinking about going on a date with me saw that and went you know what cancel the date um <laughs> this guy's confused <laughs> golly go god and then i had dana i had dana from um Will and Co. Will and Co. messaged me this morning. She's like, "Oh, I just watched that clip that you had where you um where you were talking about your dad. Uh, where Karina was saying, did your dad ask if you're gay?' And uh, my friend said to me, um, is he not gay?' I'm like, "Great, this is great. Look, I just I'm feeling attacked. I'm fe- Can I not just be myself? Okay. <laughs> yes. No. Without we, people okay, <laughs> freaking yes, out yes. a little bit. Yes, you can be yourself because yeah. yourself is what we want. Right. Okay." Wow, that was the nicest thing I've ever said. That, that is the nicest thing. I'm going to throw up in a second. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I feel a little sick after saying that. Oh, golly. And uh, I mean, it, this ho- that whole opening kind of touches on um, some things that we've been talking about lately, which is, which is, um, you know, um, which is being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. We've been so like I know it's such a. Gr- I hate saying that word because when someone says it, I'm like, shut it's up. It's so wanky, but it's it such is. a big thing. Like vulnerability's been huge for us in the last few weeks, and yeah, I think we're getting out s- of our comfort zones. We recently went to. Uh, we did a gig together. We went to yes. the um, a company called the Almond Farmer out in the outback. <laughs> uh, such a city boy. <laughs> We drove out. We drove out to the country. Oh my goodness! Where it everyone says "g'day, mate," and uh, <laughs> it was it was a good time. Uh, talk us through what we did no, there. No, we did. We well, I've been working for the Armour Farmer for a while now, but um, great yeah. company by the way. They make uh, amazing. <laughs> Cacao almond butter. Yeah, chocolate almond butter is big. Is, that, is it cacao almond butter chocolate, or chocolate? Is yeah. that how I say it? Cacao is it cocoa? It's chocolate. Okay, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> if you're going to buy the Almond Farm product, it's chocolate almond butter. Put it in the fridge. Anyway. And it tastes like Nutella. Nutella and it's good for you. Yeah, I mean, it is. It is. It's good. It's, and it's, good. it's, it's much natural, better than Nutella. Much better yeah. than Nutella. It's Yeah, it's beautiful. But anyway, it was a good day. We had um, a big commercial job. We were there for... I was scared. Yeah, look, I I was a little bit I saw another <laughs> side to you yesterday, which was interesting because let's just put it out. So basically, I've been working for them for a while for photo, but we needed some video work. So Brad came up with us, um, got the drone out, got the drone out, did some stuff. But as we're driving, and I did tell him this seven times before we actually but I don't arrived. Listen. Doesn't listen to anything I say. So anyway, we got there, and um, part of it was I just mentioned the beekeeper was coming because, uh, and I feel like she mentioned that to me on the way yeah, to the it farm. Did not. And uh, times. it was also in the brief that I said, "Look, you, well, but that's okay." Well, okay, uh, but when you say to me. <laughs> 
I pay a lot of attention to what Karina says to me. Oh. This is bad. This is a bad thing for me to say right after the Barbie movie yeah. review. This is terrible. <laughs> anyway, I'm mansplaining. Uh, when you said to me, we're going up to an almond farm. Yes. And we need some content. And firstly, he did not know almonds were grown on trees. I didn't. Know. Look, hey, I actually want to know. Does en- did anyone know that? <laughs> How? Who would have thought almonds grew on well, trees the and they're fact, a flower? Just. Let's just put it out there. The fact that I told you we were going to shoot because the trees were in blossom right, was probably a good yeah, indicator. Grew, yeah, but I thought they grew underground. I thought nuts and stuff grew underground. Some this is do. not good for my image right anyway, now. I sound anyway, so dumb. There were bees and we needed a beekeeper because we wanted to get some footage of the bees. So, so we're driving I drive up. There, yeah. Karina goes, so there's going to be a beekeeper. I'm like, mm, sorry. <laughs> we need a beekeeper for an almond farm. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> and, and we arrived and, yeah, the beekeeper met us and went through everything in Brad's Before, face. Hold on, hold on. Let's, let's, let's just give a bit of context here. We start driving past this um, this section of a dirt road because we're in the country and there's these boxes, right? There's like six boxes at a time and there is – I'm not kidding you. I wound <laughs> up the window because there's thousands of bees buzzing around and you can hear them. They, they sound like swarming, chaotic predators and <laughs> – I looked at Karina. I'm like, wind your window up. Let's let's stay away from those. Let's not drive anywhere near there. And then you go, this is where we're shooting. (laughs) I'm like, what do you mean? And we we drove and the beekeeper met us there. And yeah, but basically the point is, is that the bees are there. It's all sustainable farming. The bees are there to pollinate the trees, to help the almonds grow. It's very interesting. It's fascinating. But... I've never seen your face go. From, you went white. Like I, I, your anxiety I levels it. went from like here to here real quick. And yeah. I, I thought you were joking. So I apologize for t- making fun of you. Yeah, I literally was in like fear mode. Majorly. I was anxious, and you, you were looking at me going, "What are you doing? Toughen up!" I was. And I, was like, I actually in my head was like, crying. after about <laughs> ten minutes, I was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna have to do photo and video." <laughs> I'm going to have to teach this beekeeper how to take a photo because he's going nowhere near. And let's give some context. We get to the farm and when we got out of our car, nowhere near the bees. We're nowhere near the bees. All you heard was... Because there was thousands of them. That's the whole point. But that's why I'm confused as to why you're saying this so confidently. I think normal people have the reaction of, that sounds crazy. No, I was excited. Yeah, I actually wild. was, but anyway, Brad, we we proceeded, and he he toughened up, and he, he got his long lens out. <laughs> I did get that for any photographers and videographers out there. I I assessed the situation, and I went, you know what? We're not using a thirty-five mil prime. We're using a seventy to two hundred. We're doing it at two hundred millimeters, and we're just going to turn on the stabilization and shoot this from afar. Because so, this is so what happens? Brad gets his seventy to two hundred out, stands back in there, and Karina gets her thirty-five mil prime on, and it's like, how close can you, I? You honestly, it did shock me. You are you are very game with I, with that kind of stuff. Look, I will. You, literally, there was bees buzzing around on yeah, your hair, him. on yeah. your back, and I'm think I'm standing there going, you are actually insane. No, but. I, d- I will literally do anything for the shot. I asked, look, I did ask the beekeeper, how close can I So go? will I. I'll do anything for the shot too. And I have tools for it. Yeah, but I okay? looked I looked at you over in the corner while I'm standing there. With <laughs> I'll put bees. the video of me up right now so people can see it on YouTube. And he's standing there like this. Like you literally looked like you were going to okay, pass let me, out. Okay, let me tell you why I, I was anxious about it. I wasn't anxious. Oh, okay. I was anxious about it because I was scared of getting uh, stung. And by the way, let's just, I feel like you're, let's just put things into context here. We're talking thousands of bees. Yeah, but we're not talking, I've never seen it before. This is, I've never experienced this. I've never seen this before. We're talking, we're talking, you can't see in that part of the air because there's a swarm of bees. That's what we're talking about, right? And what we got told right before we did the gig, 
right? What we got told was if you <laughs> if you're feeling fear <laughs> that you 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 produce a hormone that the bees are attracted to. So like I'm trying to be manly in front of these two country folk that are like, G'day, guys, how you going? And I'm like, yep, we're here to do the job. And I'm, I've got so much fear in me. And when he starts saying, if you let out, you know, if, you're, if you are fearful, just, you know, relax a bit because, he you know. He said, don't fuck off the queen don't, and you'll be yeah, fine. Don't, you know, but <laughs> if, you're, if you're feeling anxious or fearful, you let off a hormone, then the bees think that you're there to attack them. Yeah, but look, that's And they very, want to protect the okay, queen. that's a little dramatic. But... <laughs> That's what went through your That's head. what went through. Okay, that's the story in my <laughs> head. I was like, just don't fuck them off and you'll be fine. Yeah, but what does that even mean? Okay, so when I stood in a swarm of thousands of bees, did I get bitten? Negative. <laughs> Correct. So but did you feel fear? No, not at all. What, okay, this is, the, this is exactly what's happening then. I felt fear. And look, so I didn't want to go anywhere near them because I didn't want them to think that I was going to attack and look, them. I do feel bad for making fun of you because I thought she you was were ragging on me. I was not comfortable. Ragging relax, on me. Relax, relax. I was going to file a dispute with the police. I was actually more concerned that we weren't going to get what they needed from us because <laughs> I'm like, I can't hold a video and photo. At no, the it same was fine. Time. Anyway, you did a great job. The footage was amazing. You did get very close to one little bee on a little little flower <laughs> and the shot was so worth it. And I was still at 200 mil with all the lens. But no, it was good. We did it. No one got stung. We, we made it through, but we were surrounded by bees, but we were just walking around the farm, um, obviously, you know, shooting. And yeah, we were just having a convo with a couple of people that were with us and, you know, he mentioned something about comfort zones, about the yeah, bees. Yeah, that was so good. So it was real. it was probably one of the best things I've, well, it just made me think about it because it's like I've never heard it put like this, but... Saying how obviously you in your comfort zone with those bees was, you know, I was yeah. There's a you bubble. You were in this tiny little bubble, and I was outside, way the bubble. out of the bubble. But we were saying the more that you step out of, or he was saying, you know, you're in this little bubble of being comfortable, and the more you step out of that bubble of your comfort zone and do things that make you uncomfortable, like you got through, you did it, well done. The bubble expands. The bubble expands, and the more you do things like that, your comfort zone grows and becomes bigger. Right, so and then you become comfortable doing the things that are out of your comfort zone kind of like this podcast correct so and that's where it kind of flew into this whole thing of vulnerability is that when we got in the car on the way home we were just talking about Mm. where this podcast has you know we had a couple of hours drive home and it's just unbelievable how quickly both of us have become comfortable with being vulnerable right and so, and to and just so it makes sense with i'm not more confident no no i'm not i like i'm not more confident i'm just i'm just um okay with being in an uncomfortable feeling Definitely. because i know that every time that i've done it i've grown absolutely and i think that's what we were saying in the car is that we definitely haven't become more confident in the sense that you know, overnight we haven't just become these really confident people. However, I did go into a coffee shop and uh, I go, I, I was about to order a coffee and the girl that was serving me goes, I saw you on my For You page on TikTok. <laughs> and it did give me a bit of a... Yeah, look, I know. I called you immediately. <laughs> I said, Karina, I'm famous. We need security. We need security because <laughs> it's getting out of control. <laughs> so now everywhere he goes, if no one notices him, he's like, what's going on? Shut up. <laughs> Wow. I, the next time I go in there, if someone doesn't say anything, I'm like, I'm disappointed. We did. We went in together and you were and they're like, nobody noticed us. I'm like, calm the fuck down. I was joking. But it was uh, funny. But we, yeah, we were talking about how it's just, 
made us a lot more confident to step out of our comfort zones, I guess, and become more vulnerable. And I think what we're quickly realizing is that people, the stuff that we, like we obviously came into this podcast with things that we wanted to bring to the table or discuss and topics. And, you know, we are wedding photographer and videographer and wedding industry is a big thing for us, but we didn't want it solely to be on that. Right. And the wedding industry is very professional. Correct. So we wanted to bring different things. And I think what we're realizing is that a lot of what we want to do, which we are doing and will continue to do is be our authentic selves. And we were scared of doing that, I guess, because of yeah, judgment absolutely. and things like that. And there's been some judgment, let's be honest. We've a had to grow judgment. some pretty thick skin with some of the comments on. And at the end of the day, what I've tried to say to you is, you know, a lot of TikTok comments, but some of these people are from another country that don't know us from a bar soap. And they're cares. 13 years old. Exactly. like, And they still trigger me. <laughs> <laughs> that's a <our> whole podcast. <laughs> Brad's Literally, we have some people. Real well. <laughs> yeah, I'm keeping him in business after starting this podcast. <laughs> but uh, it's, I think it's just, yeah, we're we're slowly learning that it's the stuff that people are relating to is the real stuff. So when right. we when we feel uncomfortable, they love it. They love it. But screw you guys <laughs> for liking us being vulnerable. <laughs> all of our trauma and pain is what gets the we're comments. putting it out there <laughs> but yeah. it's, it's a good thing is what we're trying to say is that absolutely 100 percent agree on the, in the car on the way home we were just saying you know it for me personally prior to this podcast i was a very private my personal life is very private mm-hmm. to me my social media account was on private or is on private you know, a lot of that has to do with things that I've been through in the last few years um, and something that I've done to protect myself, I guess. Um, and I've just been shocked, I guess. What I was saying to you is that being shocked by how quickly I have been able to open up. In a way, I guess this is probably like it's it's been good to be out because I've kept so much bottled in for such a long right. period of time. Like I've been to therapy. I've spoken to friends. I've done a lot of things. But this is so far out of my comfort zone Mm -hmm. that it is, it's just been good to be able to talk about things and just not just that, that people are actually relating to the stuff we're talking about. So meaning, meaning people are reaching out to you saying, yeah, after listening to you talk about X, Y, Z, I feel more comfortable to do X, Y, Z. It makes them feel like this, what they're going through, you know, I guess is okay. Exactly. And I think I said to you, was it the other day when I said I saw this quote pop up on my For You page that, you know, was so probably one of the hardest hitting quotes I've ever heard. And it was, one day your story will become someone else's survival guide. Right. And I guess the reason that resonated so much with me is that, you know, things I went through, I I watched TikToks, I watched pod, I listened to podcasts, I was basically absorbing so much information from people that went through what I went through. Who you have, these are people. I don't know them from a bar of soap, but it helped me on so many levels knowing that what I was going through wasn't, I wasn't alone, I guess. And I did not read, like at that point, I was so naive to what I went through and how real it was. And I hate that I've, now I look back and I feel sad about that because there's so many people going through things that you have no idea about, but it hit me because it's like, well, that helped me. So people being vulnerable and opening up about, you know, some painful traumatic experience helped me feel like I wasn't alone and it was my survival guide as such. So, you know, obviously you have people close to you that help you through things like that. But, you know, some days a little quick 10 second reel may pop up, you know, in my feed Mm -hmm. and I'd hear something and I'd be like, oh my God, I'm not losing my mind or, 
you know, this, 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 whatever it is, it made me feel not alone. Does right. that make sense? So yeah. that's very dramatic. But in terms of what it's not, we're it's sharing. A, look, I don't think it's dramatic. No. I, I when I'm creating um, like the reels and stuff and the TikToks for this podcast, when I'm grab, trying to grab content and stuff, sometimes I look at it and I'm like, what am I, do- what am I doing this for? Mm. Like, what's the point? Mm. I, I don't, you know, it's, it starts, it's, sometimes I feel like an idiot because it's almost like you're promoting yourself. It feels yeah. weird. Um, but obviously I'm just trying to promote the podcast. But what we've both uh, kind of seen is like we're grabbing these these bits of information, putting it out there, and it's genuinely, genuinely helping people. It's helping people. And I've had people come to me and – Basically, the comments I've had have been so positive, but more in the sense that it is helping them. And I'm like, this is exactly why and I want to do this. That oh, feels so huge good. because it's like me. Not giving- as good as getting recognized as a coffee shop, but it feels good. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we'll continue to go to coffee shops and make sure it's the Brad and Karina podcast. <laughs> Karina's just the secondary here because no one recognizes me. A lot me. of people have, have said, that they're like, oh, your podcast while we're sitting next I to each can't. other. I'm like, she's Hello. here as well. It's both our podcasts. Even they said on the farm yesterday, I'm like, guys, come on. <laughs> Who's he talking to? <laughs> I hope I don't give off that energy. Do I give off, give off that energy? I'm just giving you shit. All right. right good. No one's recognizing me in conversation. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but no, it's good because it means that we've been out. Op- like, I feel more confident. The whole point of this is I feel more confident to open up a little bit more. Um, because if that can touch one person and make them feel like what they're feeling is real or give them some sort of comfort, then that makes me happy. Question. Yes. Oh, shit. No, no, no. That got... (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're going to be vulnerable. No, I have have a genuine question for you. No, this this is out of left wing, but um, your friendship with me... Yeah. Do you think that because I'm a chronic oversharer, Anyone who knows me in real life knows that I, I, I don't keep secrets. Mm. I don't like, and, and for me, it's more like some people might be like, oh, that guy just talks about way too much of his own life, but I like to get it out because I mm. feel like then I don't have to keep it in. Yeah. Does yeah. that make sense? It, definitely. So I, uh, whenever, and you, I mean, you know, this being my best friend, what I'm, did I just say best friend? Oh my God. <laughs> Being one of my good friends. Um, <laughs> you you know everything about me, but I like to share absolutely every detail of mm. everything that I do because I feel like it, it gets it off my chest. And I just feel bad. That's how I've been my whole life. So that, that's who I am. But do you think being friends with me, you, you were saying like, you, you know, obviously you're being vulnerable, sharing your stories and things like that now. And we've got some stories in the upcoming episodes that are quite full on, but mm. I, they're going to be great episodes. But do you think that being friends with me, not that I did anything great for you or anything, I'm just not what I'm saying. I'm I'm just curious. Do you think being friends with me and me being such an oversharer kind of let you be more open about? Yeah, yeah, your for stuff sure. Because I all? look, I can say anything to you, and I guess we're good in the sense that you can say anything to me, I can say anything to you, and there's zero judgment. Like right. you might tell me you're a fucking moron, but I don't care. Right. Like I I appreciate that because you pull my head in when I need to pull my head in. Right. You know, sometimes like this, I must admit, there's very few times that you've ever said anything to me where I've taken offense to it. And no, because if, 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 if you ever say anything to me where I'm genuinely um, like, I don't know if that's um, going to be healthy for you mm. or something like that. I'm here actually for you. Yeah. I don't, and I'm we not, listen well to each other. Right. So like some days you might be going through something and you just need to get it off your chest and I'll just sit there and listen. Cause I know you yeah. need to just talk about it. And vice versa. So, yeah, no, definitely. I think it just – it's a very comfort, comfortable place to be. So, mm-hmm. it is a good thing. And, yeah, you do share way too much with me. In terms way of like- too much. 
um but no i i, I guess yeah no it's been it's been um oh, we didn't touch on we didn't touch on uh easy as events chelsea yes yes that uh was she hosted a wedding catch-up which um was funny we both walk in and i i honestly i'll be honest with it i, I didn't recognize anyone because it was it was more it wasn't photographers it was and wedding, wedding it was vendors yeah wedding vendors it was a lot of people that like you know florists and things that people that you don't really see on the day mm. um so that that we walked into um chateau apollo is that how you say it chateau apollo chateau apollo and uh chateau. Sh- i don't know i don't know how you say it. uh but we had we had a really cool event that we went to um and it was just really good to get to um speak with you know other people in the wedding industry and it was just fun. I really enjoy yeah, events. Good. Like we need to go to more more it's things just, like it's that. It's nice to be around people in the same industry because you know we've obviously had off season and you know I think the wedding industry itself is going through a thing at the moment. Yeah. Um. You know everyone's going through a thing, but the wedding industry's definitely felt a pressure. lot of you know pressure from interest rate rises and this financial crisis Inflation and all of that, like all, all that stuff. So yeah. being around people in the industry who are experiencing that is very valuable. Like right. I don't. See, I'm the type of person that I don't see people as competition. I mm-hmm. see people as, you know, y- you work together. And I'm if I'm booked, I'll refer someone. If they're booked, they'll refer like, yeah, me. It's a good and it's community. a good place to be in. And yeah. I love that because, you know, there is work for everybody. And I think being, especially through COVID, I guess we all needed to rely on other people. You know, we were in lockdown, yeah. we were this, we were that. We needed people to step in for us. And I think that's been such a great thing coming from COVID for the, our industry. So to see all these people in the one room is very a very very valuable thing for business, I believe. Yeah, and I don't I don't know if I, I don't know if any other industry is is like Yeah, that. I don't know. And and look I think it's good too because there's a lot of groups that are just photographers or celebrants catch up and this and that. But we in our industry it's everyone, which I think is great. Yeah. And yeah, like lean on people. If you've got a question, ask a question. Like be there for support and help people grow. Don't be so defensive like, oh, you're going to take my business. You know, if that's you, that's fine. But I think, you know, the event Chelsea put on was amazing because it yeah. was great. And, you know, we've had them throughout the year with Unbridly and I love groups like that because it's you feel so supported. Yeah. I well, guess. then we had Camille. Camille did a live stream the yeah, other day, that was and that great. was great. Yeah. It was just nice to watch. We were actually we were driving sitting home. in a car. I know. I was devastated because I didn't want to miss out on it. And Brad yeah. was sitting there on the phone, and we were listening to it. So thanks, Camille. But yeah, it, it was, was great. Good. Yeah, yeah. It was good. It was good information. It made you feel like you know you hear some things um, that Camille was talking about with like the pressure in the wedding industry, and then you, you're sitting there going, "Oh, thank God, other people feel that." Yeah, because yeah. I'm feeling, you just don't feel so alone. But this ties nice. into our whole our whole. Uh, plot of this podcast yeah. is like when you be vulnerable and you say I'm going through a difficult time or this is what's difficult for me or not even difficult this is what's going well for me and other people resonate with it it just feels better to just, share and I don't know about you but like yeah I in terms of feeling vulnerable in this it has helped me in other aspects of my life does that yeah, make sense? you've Oh, no. You've been different lately. You've been different. I think it's in the last like week or so. I'm thinking to myself. I don't know. No, just just I I've felt a different energy from you. Yeah, uh, look, the past week. I think in the last probably few weeks. I think I've just not realised, but I've I've obviously. <laughs> you made me cry for the first Uh-oh. time. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, we don't have to talk about it. I didn't, I didn't mean it like that. I'm more no, just no, saying. No, it's a good thing. It's good to Like I'm saying good. I'm saying. No, no, this is a good thing. I think. I'm in shock. Holy shit. What's going on? I don't do well with tears. Look, do I, I got leave? to episode five <laughs> without tears. And you're probably freaking out. Okay. Um. No. I'm going to put down my bottle. <laughs> you with emotion makes me Let's laugh so hard. I don't like it. Ugh, I freeze. <laughs> Let's not make this about me. What's going on with you? 
Is this a modern nova? You're making this. No, it's not. Holy shit. Okay. Um. Oh, you're actually crying. This isn't a joke. This is not a joke. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> oh. Oh, wow. All okay. right. Where did that come from? I don't know. Okay. You're the one doing it. <laughs> no, it's a good thing. Like, yeah, I guess for me, for you to say that I've been different... Like, I'm not a different person. I think I've just, in the last couple of, not just couple of weeks, but in the last, from starting this podcast, I've become a lot more vulnerable and confident in, I guess, making me realize that in order to have the things that you want or feel, you need to let some walls down. Right. And you need to be more confident in certain things. But, like, I can honestly tell you, I think I said this to you the other day, which I know you freak out with the emotion, but I genuinely I have so much stress in my life in every Mm. aspect of my life as does everybody but I can honestly tell you right now I have so much stress in so many areas of my life it's Mm -hmm. unbelievable but in a certain area of my life I probably feel the happiest I have felt in a really long time which stop (laughs) yeah this is good I think you're gonna make me cry again But it's a good thing. And I think the thing with that is, is that there's something that I've been wanting to feel for so long and I've had walls up and I've sort of been very, I don't do things because I'm so scared of getting hurt. I'm so scared of the repercussions of that. I'm scared of so many things because, you know, I've had things happen to me in the past where I don't ever want to feel like that again. Mm -hmm. And the hurt that I felt was so bad that it affected me in so many ways long term. But Mm -hmm. I guess the thing is in this last few weeks that I have let my guard down. I have trusted. I've allowed myself to feel happy, I guess. so By, By like being vulnerable. By being vulnerable. So... Yeah, I just feel very content at the moment and I've, yeah, I've experienced feelings that I haven't felt in a really long time and it's a very nice feeling. But Mm -hmm. I guess the point of that is, is that it's, it's the good thing with vulnerability is that, yes, could I get hurt with things? Absolutely. But in order to get to a point where you can feel good again, not just like in different areas of your life, you have to be vulnerable and you have to just allow things to happen and not be so shut off of everything. I think what it is, is I've felt like I can be myself for the first time in a very long time. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I haven't been. It's Why am that I sweating? I, I'm sweating. You're this is freaking me out. Me no. <laughs> this is great. This is good. I'm just, I'm this feeling is what that. happens this... when emotion comes out. But I was like, <laughs> don't ever try to hug him or hold his hand. You'd be going out. <laughs> But no, it's look, and for me to be able to sit here and say that I feel happy, even though I've got so many other things going on in my life that are causing me a lot of stress, to be able to feel happy in the way that I'm feeling happy right now is a very big deal for me. Because if you asked me this even 12 months ago, whether I could feel like this again, I would have never thought it was possible. So... For me, I can't even look at you because I'm just gonna... <laughs> But for me to be able to be in this position where, you know, regardless of what else is happening in other aspects of my life, I can still feel good 
is a big thing for me because I never thought that I'd be in this place again. And that's the truth. Look, I think what it's made me realize is that in order to feel the things that I want to feel or to be in a place that I want to be, that I need to be vulnerable and allow it to happen. Right. Because I guess what I've done in the past is, you know, shut things down, put my guard up, not do things. Like I've literally not, I've been, we talked about it in another podcast, I've been on two dates in 12 months. But you could have gone on a But I could have, but I didn't because I was so scared of getting hurt and so scared of the feelings that could come from that. Like I would sabotage things before they even happened just because I didn't want to go through any more pain. Right. Which again is Which I think would also be very common amongst hugely. a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. look, there's reasons for that. But I guess, you know, it just feeling comfortable enough to be able to let some walls down is a big thing. And it takes a certain person to be able to do that. But I, yeah, I guess trusting people and being vulnerable enough to be able to trust people and not assume things all the time is a big thing. But and it's opened up a whole world to feelings that you, you really Yeah, desired. and in, in a nutshell, that's where this has come from is that we were talking in the car about vulnerability and how this podcast has been good in so many ways because it's allowed us both to step out of our comfort zones, but not only that, realize that we can, by being vulnerable and being honest and f- allowing ourselves to feel things, both negatively and positively is such a big deal. So yeah, I can honestly say you saying I'm different. I feel different and I don't feel like a different person. I just feel, I'm in a, I don't know. I feel happy, Mm -hmm. which don't make me cry again. And I didn't think that me asking you that question was going to be Yeah, but I think (laughs) the reason that it does is that it's such a big thing for me because I haven't felt happy in a really long time. Like it's a, Oh, it's a whole lot of trauma, but happy in myself, I guess. Like Mm -hmm. it's a, from things I've gone through, it's taken so long for me to feel happy in myself. Like I've got so many amazing things in my life. My kids, my job, my, you know, family, friends. I'm so fortunate to have what I have. But when I felt such a low place in myself and not happy in myself or like lonely and so many things like Mm -hmm. I really struggled with that feeling. So I guess what I'm saying is that it's been a positive in that me feeling this way has allowed all the other stresses in my life to become a lot more bearable. The volumes come down. Yeah. And they're always going to be there. And unfortunately in the last few months I've had a lot big stress, more like huge stresses that I didn't, think we're going to happen that I've had to deal with and I wanted to give up so many times that's you know that like Mm. I've been in some pretty bad places the last few months and it has really made me realize that I want to feel this happiness so and what wherever that comes from it's not just just one specific thing but it's allowing it to happen and yeah just going through that and I guess you were saying yourself in the car on your side of it I guess how you know the negative comments obviously have affected you a little bit but the positive ones have been good for you too because it's sort of mm. allowed you to feel things that you probably haven't felt yeah no it's it's not even things that I didn't think were gonna ha- I, I knew going into this that um and that's why I've played on it and made so many jokes about it but like I've touched on this before and I don't want to talk about it for too long, but essentially like my whole life, I've been quite a very, 
I don't even know how to describe it. Out there, flamboyant type type dude, and it's it's who I am. It's just, it's who I am, and I knew I knew like I knew I'd get comments about it. Mm. I didn't think it would hurt me as much as yeah. it did. Well, it's um, very confronting. It's you don't very, know until it's well. The reason there. why I make jokes about it and bring it to the forefront, so. Is is so that I get to do the joke first. Yeah, yeah. So so I'm basically like insulting myself mm-hmm. in order to uh, disguise it as comedy so that I don't get um, hurt. Mm-hmm. I don't know, and, and that's been it's been interesting. It is what it is. Um, the internet's a crazy place. Um, but yeah, I'm yeah, just just being being able to be vulnerable and not changing who I am because of the comments. I think that's the the main thing to take from this is that we don't want to change who we are. So we don't want to sit here and go, oh, someone keeps going, you know, on that that comment. We were, I know we joke about it, but people saying you're gay obviously does affect you in certain ways. But right. then we don't want to change the way that we – we joke about it a lot. But yeah. we want to make sure that what we're doing on this is just continually being honest and authentic and oh, and, I'm, and I'm being more back. comfortable it, being more comfortable yeah. actually just being like oh, I don't give a shit this is yeah. who I am you can take it for as you want it you as well though oh absolutely like I I, I you know I, I just I don't I don't, like it's 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 got less power. Every time a comment like that comes up, it's got less power on me. Yeah, that's and good. And it's it's not it's got nothing to do with these people. It's more got to do with like, look, I I I I like who I'm enjoying being me right now. I'm at a really good stage in my life, and I'm happy, and I'm really enjoying doing this podcast. And it's this is one of those things where I'm like, I don't give a shit what you have to say. You don't know me. That's very powerful. You know, you don't know mm. me. Like, you, I, I don't, I don't know these people. And and you know, my auntie and uncle they'll listen to this and be like, Brad, we told you not to read the comments. <laughs> uh, but it's difficult. Um, but I do, and and um, some of them are, are quite crass. But anyway, uh, we've we've been going on for a very long time. We can probably cover this in another in mm. another episode. Um, I did not realize you were gonna cry on this podcast. Yeah, look, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sweating. Five episodes, I'm you know, sweating. I've done well, and it was only a little cry. <laughs> You'll probably just wait, a listen, little bit. Let's be real. You're probably going to cop the full cry later <laughs> <laughs> off the pod. That's the truth. Oh no! So buckle and up. And the whole time I'm going to be looking at you, going, "Why can't we have recorded this?" That's that's literally our relationship now. We have these conversations where I look at you and I'm like, "Why are we not recording this?" <laughs> we just talk and be friends. <laughs> Everything's going to be for the pod. Oh, um, we really, really, honestly, uh, both appreciate the people that are actually watching the long form or listening to the long form. We we honestly didn't expect no. anyone to be listening to this, and um, we've had just like so many people reach out, and it's it's absolutely flattering, and um, it's nice. And I'm not sitting here from a position of saying like we're doing something that's no, no, no. no. It's, I it's think just, it's just it's we're, lovely. Yeah, we appreciate it because I, again, I've said this before, but I genuinely didn't think anyone was going to listen. Right. Um. Because yeah. I didn't think people would give a shit what we have to say. Don't take offense to that on your no, side. But no, like I, I didn't. It. And, you know, even to this day, if someone says, oh, I listened to your pod, it was great and this and that. Like, oh, you listened? Yeah, like, the, the initial thought of I get sick. Even my dad said to me, my dad wrote me the other oh, day. He's like, God. oh, we listened to your pod. I was like, what have I said? <laughs> <laughs> but then, it's, but then good. it's good. Like we have to realize that. People are listening and I guess it's good because, you know, if anyone I knew... It's exciting. Was, yeah, it's good. It's very exciting. So it's exciting. We and appreciate we, it. we intend to... We in, we really do. Um, uh, so we inte- we'll wrap this up. We intend to um, film every week and we want to get a podcast out every week. It's going to be very difficult for us to do it over the wedding season, which starts in uh, the end of September. Um, but we're going to try to uh, bulk some episodes beforehand so that we don't uh, miss a week. I really... I want this to come out weekly. I want people to expect a, an episode every week. Um. 
Thank you so much for listening. Um, if you haven't done so already, where we actually would really like for you guys to go, if you're listening to this or um, wherever you're listening from, is go to YouTube, type in Everything But Weddings and subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's where we want people. If you've got questions, we'd love to take them through our YouTube channel. If you watch any of our episodes, you can comment underneath, leave any kind of questions um, or comments and feedback. Uh, follow us over on Everything But Weddings pod over on Instagram and uh, listen on Spotify and Apple uh, and leave us a five star review anything else Karina no thank you guys for watching we appreciate it and we'll see you guys next week thank you bye yeah all I need are some better days cause all I want and I pray I believe in the better days